Hey everybody, this is Yoga with Adam, and I'm Adam Hoke. This is episode 171, Restorative Flow, Feet, IT Band, and Twists. So we'll do a really nice, relaxing combination of self-massage, dynamic stretch, soothing, calming flow, and then we'll get down into it and work on our standing poses, but you'll have a really nice relaxation at the end. All you need is something you can self-massage with. So ideally, a couple massage balls or tennis balls or even a foam roller. But you can make do with whatever you have. In addition to that, make sure you have a chair and a couple yoga bricks. Let's get to it. And to start, just take a moment to think, do I want to be face down or face up? What will help me? feel just sort of safe and grounded. So if you want to be face down, something like child's pose or even just lying flat on your belly. If you want to be face up, just lie on your back, knees bent. Um, Really nice. And we'll just spend a minute or two just settling in. So on your belly or on your back, don't overanalyze, just go with your first impulse. Do whatever little wiggle or move you need to feel like, okay, I, I, I settle in, I'm comfortable. Maybe a sigh. And let's take this moment for you to feel where you are so you can feel what's underneath you. So like the texture and feeling of your floor if it's carpet or wood, or if it's a mat, like whatever's going on underneath you to feel that that's there. Maybe even how your feet contact the floor. And then once you sort of feel where you are, can you feel how you are? So your physical state, your emotional state. And just take a few breaths wherever you are, face down or face up, feeling where you are, feeling how you are. So that we can bring that reality into your practice. And then before we start going into more of our embodiment, just create a little mental, emotional mantra for yourself. So it might be as simple as, may I be a friend of my body? May I be a friend of my heart or anything else? Or anything you need to tell yourself to to keep yourself on the right path today. So just a little moment where you create your intention. Hey there, Nikki. All right. And once you have that, let's come up to sit or wherever you are. And if you have the massage ball, we're going to use the massage ball. If you don't have the massage ball, you're going to sit and use your fingers. Okay. If you have the massage ball or a tennis ball, stand. If you don't have either, just sit. And massage ball or fingers in arch of right foot. And just stand firmly. Let's just get pressure down into the ball or your fingers to get pressure into foot. And we're going to start the same way we did last week, but then we'll start doing some other stuff. Just breathe down into that point of contact. And with these uh, balls, we, you, know, you can get aggressive. Try to avoid that and, and bring a little gentleness to it. Then just start going up and down the length of the foot, starting on the big toe side. And then eventually working your way through center 
and to the pinky toe side. Then we'll start going across. So we can start at the ball of the foot and just work our way through all the way down to heel. Maybe a few little circles around heel. Then you can get the ball underneath your toes and just sort of grab. If you're doing this with your fingers, just get your fingers through your toes. And then just do whatever you want to do for a few moments, getting that ball into any interesting place or your fingers anywhere interesting. Then it's nice uh, in between sides just to stand as you are. If you're seated, just push that foot into the ground. Feel the difference. Lift that foot up, just spin the ankle around. And then go the other direction. Yeah, and I am standing free, but my balance is pretty good today. So if you want to hold on to something, that's totally... Totally normal. Okay, same thing, other side, ball or fingers, just center of foot, just apply direct pressure. And it, it's tempting to get right into it and all the massage, but just let, let things settle for a second. Then start working up and down the length, big toe side to pinky toe side, but take your time. You could even think like you're tracing the start of each toe down towards your heel. So you can imagine those five lines up and down. And then from up and down, go side to side. We can start from the heel or start from the ball of the foot, rather. If you started from the heel, life will go on. Let's go across until we make our way all the way down. A few little circles around the heel is nice. And then get into your toes, either with your fingers or with the ball. It's up and down with the toes is really good. Then stand on two feet or just press that foot into the ground. And then spin that ankle around. Something about this foot roll, I'm already feeling better. I'm already feeling more awake and happy. I hope you are too. Okay. And then stand. Just take a breath in and out. All right. So then you're going to take whatever you got and we're going to roll our IT band, which is like the tuxedo stripe on the side of, you know, if you had trousers on, it'd be the tuxedo stripe. So it's going to be the side of your thigh. So I'll show you the setup. I'm going to start on my right side so we're all together. And you're going to use whatever you got to be underneath the side of your right thigh. So it can be a ball or two balls. It can be a foam roller. It can be a brick. It can be a rolled yoga mat. You're on your right side. I have my right arm propping me up. Scissor your legs. So the right leg is forward. The left leg is back. And then get your balls underneath the outside of the right thigh and then you can lean into them and then this is where you start deciding the pressure i am very upright with my legs very scissored with those balls or whatever you got in the outside of the right thigh that might be enough or you can come down lower onto right arms or you're like fully on your right side and then you could even stack the top leg on top of the bottom which is a lot of pressure but feel free to back off. It does not have to be brutal to work. And then once you, I can see, I can see all the wiggling and grunting happening. So just take a moment because this is a tender spot. And then we're going to just start rolling side to side. Balls sort of go across the tuxedo stripe, not necessarily up and down, although you might have to if you have a foam roller, more across. And you might even get a little bit of your outer quadriceps, which is okay. 
And again, you can you decide how much pressure, and you can go a little bit up and down if you want to move the ball or balls into a different spot. And this is just a region that gets really tight, which can uh, cause pain and impede our movement a little bit. All right, so now just pin your uh, the ball or whatever underneath. We have we're on the right leg with the balls underneath the right leg. Just straighten the right leg, bend the right leg. Straighten the right leg, bend the right leg. Just once or twice more. Okay. And then that is it for this side. Hopefully you still like me. Let's come up. Do the same thing on the other side. I know I've been running a lot because that's one of the few activities I can do to like move. So I've been, you know, having a lot of tightness in this region. Uh, so I thought I'd share with you my remedy. So make sure you're on your left side, as high or low up as you want to be. Left leg is bent and scissored forward. Right leg is bent and scissored back. And then just decide how much push you want to get into that left thigh. It does not have to be brutal. You can stack the legs or not. And then just sort of start going with the leg across the ball or whatever you have. Just sort of, you know, applying some pressure to the tissues. So it's not a muscle you can stretch. It's just tissue that gets tight that we need to sort of hydrate and get moving. Feel free to move a little bit up or down just to get the ball or whatever in a different spot. And eventually just sort of pin the balls underneath you. And instead of moving across the balls, just straighten the leg and bend the leg. One more time. All right. Now that we've woken up the feet and the outer leg, it should make down dog interesting. So come into your downward facing dog. First mission in down dog, just sort of make yourself comfortable-ish and make the pose sustainable so you can move around, move hands, move feet, mobilize a little bit until you feel like you're in it. Then think, all right, I just worked my feet a little bit. Can I feel the spread of my toes? Can I feel my arches? Can I feel energy that moves all the way down through the heels, no matter if they're in the air or not? And lastly, can I feel my outer leg? So for today, maybe a little sense of pressing out into outer leg. Okay, then we'll come back to that. For now, come down to your knees and we're gonna set up uh, in a right foot forward low lunge. Hands can be on bricks or not. We're gonna, we're gonna turn it into a split in a second. So hands are down, back knee is down, right foot is forward. And then keep lunging yourself forward so that right knee goes past right ankle, a minute amount or a lot. Of course, stop if that hurts your knee. But as you do this, the right heel is eventually going to want to lift a little bit. Don't let it. So keep pressing down into the right heel. All right. Inhale here. And then tuck your back toes. Exhale. Lift the back knee. Straighten the front leg until you're in sort of a split over the front leg. Keep the front heel firmly down. Inhale. Rebend the front knee. Drop the back knee. Come into that deep lunge pretty far forward. Let's do that twice more. Straighten the front leg. Bend the front leg and come way forward. So we're sort of working the ankle mobility. Last one like this. Straightening and bending. And then just sort of come to more of a neutral position. Walk the right foot wide on the mat. So it's outside the right hand. Turns out a little bit, but the heel stays down. 
Again, come way forward. You can be on bricks or hands on floor. It really doesn't matter. So you're in like half of a really deep squat. Inhale here. And then lift the back knee, straighten the front leg, round over that front leg. Keep the heel firmly down, toes down. Inhale, re-bend the front knee, come into this extra half squat. Let's do that twice more. Straighten, keeping the heel firmly down, opening the front of the ankle. And then bend down into the squat, closing the front of the ankle. Last one. Straighten. And bend. All right. And then walk it back to all fours. Have a little moment. Let's do the same thing left side. So left foot forward, low lunge with the back knee down. Hands can be on bricks or floor. Depends on where you are today. Come deep forward into the lunge. So you're challenging the back hip flexor and the front ankle. From here, inhale. And then exhale, lift the back knee, straighten the front leg as you round over it, but press firmly into the heel. So you're opening the front of the ankle. Inhale, bend down into it. Deep lunge, knee forward. Exhale, straighten. Round. Twice more, bend. And straighten. Bend. And straighten. And then drop the back knee. Walk the left foot wide on the mat. Outside the left hand, turn it out. Squat way forward into it. Keeping the heel pressure, keeping length of spine. Inhale here. Exhale, straighten the front leg. Lift the back knee. Inhale, bend down into that deep squatting lunge. Knee goes really forward. Straighten, do it twice more. Bend. Straighten. Bend. And then walk it back to all fours and to downward facing dog. Again, can you feel your feet? Can you feel that press out into outer hip? Come forward to plank. And then in a second, come back to down dog, but try to do it from your feet. So initiate the action from your feet to come back into down dog. And then initiate coming forward to plank from your feet. And just do that a couple more times. So you initiate from feet. Let's see what that gives you. Good. Very nice. And then the next time you come forward to plank, just stay there for a second. Press back into your heels like you're pressing into an imaginary wall. And then drop your knees, roll to the floor, and set up for cobra. But we'll do it uh, in a couple stages. So first in your cobra, really lengthen the tops of your feet backwards so they're as flat as can be. Hands are set for cobra, but you're not lifting the upper body up yet. All I'd like you to do is lift the feet and lift the knees. So it's sort of half of a locust, but try to lengthen out through the front of your ankle. So legs are lifting and you're lengthening the front of your ankle, top of your foot, and then bring the feet back down. Let's do that twice more. Lift the knee, lift the foot, go a little higher, opening the front of the foot and down. One more time, lifting front of foot, leg. And down. All right, so that was the lower body. Now we'll lift the upper body. Keep the feet flat and on the floor. Press through hands, lift chest as you inhale. Some version of cobra. Come back down. Do that twice more. Lift up cobra. Nice. And back down. Good. Lift up cobra. Stay there. If you're super high, maybe come a little bit lower and then lift your feet as well. Yeah, good. And then all the way back down and back to downward facing dog.
Take a breath just to press out into your outer thigh, outer hip. Then walk yourself forward, standing forward fold. Play around with your foot width. It's sort of nice to vary it from practice to practice. So it can be narrow or wide to sort of see what that gives you today. Apply equal pressure in both heels. Keep equal pressure in both heels and roll up to stand. Lovely. We're just going to do a few shoulder circles just to get upper body a little bit more ready. So right arm, inhale, lengthen it forward, up, back, and around. Try to keep the chest facing forward. Just do that twice more this direction. And then reverse the circle. All right, let's get the other arm ready. So left arm circles forward, up, back, and then around. Forward, up, back, and around. Try not to turn the chest. One more. Okay, other direction. Okay, and then hands by your side. Just pause for a moment. Make sure you are in your feet. So that's a way to sort of be in your physical space. And then be in the meaning of your practice. So remind yourself why you practice. And then let's keep all of that as we do a two-part breath. First, just the breath, and then we'll, we'll add the sun salute to it. So just fully exhale so we're all together. Half of your inhale. Pause. Second half of your inhale. Full exhale. Now we add movement. Inhale, arms out and up, but it's half of your inhale, half of your reach. Pause. Second half of inhale, second half of reach. Exhale, fold all the way down over your legs. Now it's your half lift. Half of your inhale, rising up, half of that half lift. And then second half of inhale, second half of half lift. Full exhale, fold over the legs. Okay, you'll get the, uh, the, the feel of this in a second. Inhale, rising up all the way, but it's half of your breath, half of the reach. Pause. And then keep coming, second half of inhale, second half of reach. And just a slow exhale, the hands come down by your side. Let's do the half one more time. Inhale, arms out and up. Half of breath, half of reach. Second half of breath. Exhale, fold all the way over the legs. Halfway up. Inhaling halfway, rising half of the halfway. Second half of it. Nice, deep fold as you exhale. It's the inhale now. Inhale, arms out and up. Half of your breath, half of reach. And then keep coming with it. Rise all the way up. Then let the hands slowly come down. All right, now the full sun salute a couple times. Inhale, half of breath, half of reach. Little pause and keep coming with it. Full exhale all the way down over the legs. Halfway up, first half of it, inhaling. Second half of it, 
walk to plank or all fours. Half of your inhale, second half of inhale, knees up or down, triceps press, chaturanga or rolling. Then it's cobra or up dog, two parts, inhaling and inhaling. Yeah. And then back to downward facing dog. Get in your feet, get in the press of the outer thigh. Half of your inhale. Second half of inhale. Full exhalation. Again, half of inhale. Second half of inhale. Exhale to walk or hop forwards. Halfway up in two parts. Inhale a little bit. Inhale the rest of it. And then fold. Coming up in two parts. Inhale, reach and breathe. Keep breathing, keep reaching. And then hands come down. We'll do that one more time. Inhale, half of it and half of reach. Keep coming, inhale. Exhale, fold all the way down. Half lift, two parts, inhale. Keep inhaling. Walk to plank or all fours. Two parts, inhale. Inhale again. Some version of getting down to the floor for cobra or up dog. And then two-part inhale for that back bend. Then it's downward facing dog on the exhale. Nice, rich breath. Inhale half of it. And then the second half. Nice, deep exhalation. One more time. Half of inhale. Second half of inhale. Exhale to hop or step forwards. Halfway lift as you inhale. And keep coming second part of the inhale. Nice deep fold and exhale. All the way up in two parts. And then keep coming. Hands slowly come down. Just take a moment to rest your hands by your side or at prayer if you prefer or wherever. Just repeat that breath cycle. Feel where you are. Feel what's underneath your feet. Feel how you feel. Feel where you are in your life. Okay. And then release the hands. Grab your chair. And we did this last week, but I really like it. It's going to allow us to squat deeply. Have the back of the chair facing you. And you feel free, if you want more of a challenge, to do this without the chair. But I, I do like the chair. So hold the, the top of the, the back of the chair. Feet are, let's say, turned out. We'll start turned out. And we're just going to squat low, low, low. Um, the back of the chair will help our, us keep our arm, arms and our spine long. So from here... Inhale, sit into your squat, holding the back of the chair, keeping spine and torso long. Make sure heels have pressure and how low you go is up to you. Exhale, press through your heels, come all the way back up. I'm just going to do that twice more in this orientation. Squat, keeping spine and arms long, heels long. Inhale, up we come. Or exhale, sorry, sorry, sorry. One more time. Inhale, sit back into it. Exhale. Whatever. I lost the breath. We're standing. Okay. And then from here, parallel feet. 
parallel-ish, parallel-ish. The width is up to you. And if this means you do less, that's fine. Inhale, sit back into it, keeping equal heel pressure, spine and torso long. Exhale, stand. Twice more. Sit deep into that squat. And stand. Last one. Sit deep. And stand. Okay. And then feet close together. Maybe they touch. Maybe they just feel closer. Depth is up to you. Inhale. Sit deep into that squat with heels down, torso long. Exhale. Stand. Let's do it twice more. Let me see. Sit deep into it. And then stand. Good squats, everyone. Good. Last one. Sit. And then stand. Lovely. Okay. Put the chair aside for now. We'll come back to it. Come to the top of your mat. And stand setting up for chair pose, which means your feet will be parallel-ish with some width, although you might prefer together. If you really liked feet together, go for it, okay? Inhale, sit into your chair. Hands can be prayer center of chest or arms can reach up. We're just going to stay for three or four breaths. How is the pressure in your heels? Let's make sure it's really strong without toes lifting. How is the length of your torso? And can you keep focus on one spot with your eyes as you take one more breath? Okay. And then slowly come all the way up. Just stand for a second. From here, set up for high lunge Right foot forward, left foot back. And then keep your hands on your hips for a second. Decide if you want it very short, very wide, very stable, or if you want it a little longer, a little narrower for more challenge. It's up to you. Front knee nicely bent. And then let's feel as if that right shin bone can push straight down through the center of the right heel. So it's very assertive. Left heel lifts a little bit higher. So there's a little bit of energy and lift through the left heel. With your hands on your hips, you can notice if hips are tipped to one side or the other and try to balance them out. Then from here, hands to prayer center of chest or up in the air or up in the air touching to some amount. But keep that heel pressure front foot Heel lift back foot, just as a focal point. Good. Add a tiny amount of back bend or a lot of back bend. Last breath or two. Then stay in the lunge, but bring the hands down to frame the front foot. Please use your bricks if that feels very, if the floor feels very far away or if you feel slumped. All right, so left hand is down. Right hand is on the outside of right thigh. If you feel unsteady with the back knee up, put the back knee on the ground. Right thigh presses into right hand. Right hand presses back into right thigh on sort of that tuxedo stripe we were working with earlier. Keep the front knee nicely bent and right heel pressing down, back heel a little bit lifted. All right, so there's some energy to it. Then twist towards the right with that pressure still in the outer right thigh. Twist towards the right. Stay or reach the right arm up into the air. Can you keep the pressure down through that front heel, a little bit higher lift in the back heel, and the energy out into the right thigh? Good. Lovely. And then bring the hand slowly down. Step forward, standing forward fold. Just take a couple breaths. All right, roll up or come up as part of a half salute, whatever you enjoy. Set up with the left foot forward, 
and right foot back. Start with hands on hips, and then you can decide if you want it pretty short and pretty wide, or if you want it really long and really narrow, it's up to you. Front knee bent enough that you can push firmly down through the front shin bone. Back heel lifted a little higher than usual, so there's a sense of like uplift. With your hands on your hips, you can notice if one side's higher than the other and try to balance it out. And then hands prayer, center of chest, or up into the air, or up into the air and touching with fingertips or palms. Good. And just really be assertive with the push down through that front shin bone and the lift of the back heel, just so we're, we're in our feet, we're helping them to establish the pose. Add a back bend, small or big. Can just be a suggestion. Watch that the head doesn't drop too far back, Nikki. Yeah. Good. Yep. Last moment. And then bring the hands down to frame the front foot. Okay. And then this is where you can always have the back knee down. You can always have hands on bricks. Right hand stays down. Left hand goes to outside of left thigh to feel the tuxedo stripe. Firmly push the leg out into the hand, but the hand resists it. Push right on straight down through the left heel, a little bit more lift through the back heel. And then turn towards the left in your twist. So we're sort of stretching that outer thigh while we're engaging it, which is fun. Left arm can go up if you'd like, if you haven't already taken it up. Make sure that front knee is strong. Watch that front shoulder, Zoltan. Rolling a little bit in, yeah, yeah. And turn from the torso rather than that shoulder. Good. Last breath. And then step forward, standing forward fold. So even though we're moving slow, some of that stuff can be intense. So just give yourself a moment. Okay. And then come all the way back up. Okay, before we do the next couple standing poses, I want to do down dog, but I want to do it in a certain way. Um, most of you will not get your heels down in down dog. All right, that's this is what I'm assuming. Um, I would like you to either, depending on how much lift you need, roll the back of your mat a little bit up or use two narrow blocks or a blanket so that when you now come into down dog, you can push your heels into something. All right, so you're going to do down dog, but I want something underneath your heels so that you can push into it. It might just be a little bit of something. It might be a nothing. If you normally get your heels down in down dog, just cheat it out so hands can go a little further forward and then you can, you can have something else to push into, okay? So just do down dog, something underneath your heels, folded, rolled mat, folded blanket, or some blockage. And if you've never done this, it's really interesting if you've never pushed your heels into something. So first notice, do I have equal pressure through my heels? Do I have equal pressure? If not, can I? And then once you manage that, can you also press a little bit out into your outer hip? Take another breath. Then simply walk your hands back to your feet. We'll come back to this. Don't worry if it was interesting. And then just roll on up, stand off of whatever's there. We're going to do pyramid pose, but I want your back heel to be on the block and your feet not to stay parallel so the back foot doesn't turn. So left heel is on whatever you have. Right foot is forward. Both legs are straight. Feet are parallel. There is some space between the heels, so you're on train tracks and not a tightrope. So back heel is firmly pushing into something now. Front heel is firmly pushing into something. Lengthen up. Fold halfway forward over the front leg, so you're sort of parallel to the floor. Both heels are pressing. And then hands from here can come down to shin, to bricks or floor to help you round over the front leg. You can also use a chair. Both heels have pressure. Good. Take another breath into this. 
And then from here, we're going to move into revolved triangle. So again, come about halfway up. Both heels have pressure. Left hand goes down to chair or shin or brick or floor, probably on inside of foot, just the way because of the way we're set up. Right hand goes on lower back. Lengthen a little bit forward and up with the torso, twist towards the right. Both heels have pressure. And then stay or right arm goes up into the air. Can you have the heel pressure? Can you have a little feeling like the right thigh is pressing out? Good. Another breath. Good. Bring the hand down, soften the front knee. Step forward or back out of it, whatever feels most natural. And then come on up. Okay, let's do the same thing, other side. So left foot is forward, right heel is back. Right heel is on something. Feet are parallel on train tracks. Fold halfway forward over the front leg. So you're parallel-ish with the floor. Take the moment to have both heels having pressure. And then hands come down to chair, shin, bricks, or floor. You round over the front leg. Both heels have pressure. So it's, it's quite a wild ride if you've never done it to have that heel pressure. It gives you a little bit more energy. Take a breath or two with it. Then come up and out of the rounding. Right hand stays down on chair, shin, brick, or floor. Left hand, lower back. From there... Energy of torso moving a little forward and up and twist into your revolved triangle, but both heels have pressure. And if you have enough twist, the left arm can go up. Can you keep the heel pressure? Can you have a little sense of left thigh pressing out into the world? Good. Last little bit. Then come down. From here, walk back to downward facing dog with your heels on stuff. Do you have equal pressure in your heels? And then can that energy travel up the length of your leg and press a little bit out into your outer hip? Okay. And then let's walk forward this time. So walk the feet forward towards the hands so you come off of whatever's there. slowly come up to stand. Step your feet wide on the mat. Turn your feet a little bit out. Bend the right knee. Hips go backwards in space. That can be enough or lower the torso to be parallel to the floor. Hands can be free or touching your props. Maybe push right forearm into right inner thigh. But what I'd like you to do is not lean the torso towards the right. Try to create equal length right and left side of waist. Take one more breath here. And then bend the left knee. You just go straight on over to the other side. You just have a moment of press. So both hands down or left arm into left inner leg. Equal length in the waistline, good. And then come back to center, parallel the feet, maybe bend the knees a little bit, fold belly in between thighs, head can come down to nothing or a prop or the floor and straighten the legs if you'd like. Let the head hang down. If you want to slowly come up and grab a prop and then reset, that's fine. Notice if you're leaning forward or back. Try to keep some weight in your heels. A little sense of pressing out through the outer foot and outer leg, if that's interesting. Two or three more breaths.
Okay. Halfway up first is really nice. And then take your time to come up slowly. Step the feet together. And then grab your chair. We're just going to use it to help us with our balance because we're essentially going to do like a version of dancer's pose, but to stretch uh, independently the quads and then the hip flexor. So I don't want us to worry about balance. So let's say left hand on the chair, right hand grabs outside of right foot. And then all I want you to do is get the heel as close to the bum as it's going to go without grief and try to keep your knees in line with each other neutral lower back. So no tucking of tailbone or anything crazy. Just heel to bum, so we're just in the quad. Another breath, just in quads. Then we can push the foot a little bit back into the hand and the right knee can go a little bit backwards in space, not loads, but right knee can, it can sort of feel a little bit more like dancer's pose. But I want you to keep your front ribs in. And now we can have a little uh, lift of hip points, tuck of tailbone, because I want to get into the hip flexor. And I don't want this to be a back bend. Hip can go into like 15, 20 degrees of hip flexion, not a lot. Otherwise, it's, it's back bend. Good. And then release. Let's do the same thing. Other side. So we start with the quad. Just get left heel to left bum. Knees in line with each other. As close as it's going to go for you without aggression. Take another breath or two. And I want us to stretch the hip flexors without going into lower back back bend. That's not a bad thing, but I just want us to isolate. So from here, push the left foot into the left hand. Allow the left knee to go a little bit backwards. But do not start arching into a back bend. So front ribs come in, can lift the hip points a little bit, slash tuck the tailbone. And like a little goes a long way here. Breathe with that. And then just let that be. Now we're gonna sit in the chair, which is fun. So sit on your chair. And then bring right ankle to left thigh. First, just notice if you're equally on your sitting bones. So you feel the bony bit of your bum. And then we're just going to fold forward. You can use the right hand to encourage the right thigh to roll out. But just fold forward to wherever you're going to go. With equal pressure, especially pressure into that um, uh, left sitting bone. Another breath or two, finding length in lower back. Nice deep fold over the leg. Good. Wherever you're going to go. Another breath or two. Then stay in this leg orientation, but come about halfway up. With your left elbow sort of hook underneath the right knee. Your right hand can grab the back of the chair. Pull that right knee towards you as you twist towards the right. Pull the right knee sort of up and in towards you as you twist towards the right. And you're sort of halfway into a fold. And hopefully that's getting into your outer right hip. Mine is screaming, but I'm, I'm going to let it scream and I'll be, I'll be attentive. I won't escalate. And I'm just using the hand on the back of the chair to help me twist towards the right. Okay. Then come back to face forward. Both feet on the ground. Take a moment. Then left ankle, right thigh, so other side. Big cross of leg. First, make sure both sides of your bum are equally onto the chair. 
I'm right on the edge of it to help me with that. And then just fold forward over the leg a little bit or a lot. But make sure that, especially that right side of bum, doesn't lose its contact. And you're just folding down to wherever you go. And trying to breathe slowly and be patient. This is essentially like doing a really deep pigeon pose without the complication of the back leg. Last one here. Come halfway up out of that fold. So your torso is a little higher. Then your right elbow can hook underneath the left knee. Pull it a little bit up towards you as you use the left hand behind you to help you twist towards the left. So you're pulling that left knee up and in towards you, sort of towards the right shoulder as you twist towards the left, which I know is weird, but does the trick. I'm using that hand behind me to help me sort of pull into a twist. Another two or three breaths. Then come back to center. Just sit. Then we'll do our eagle arms. So right arm on top, eagle arms. It can be a single or a double wrap. Elbows nice and high. Forearms have a squeeze. Both feet feel rooted on the ground. Both sides of bum feel rooted on the ground. Press the elbows and forearms a little forward. We'll just keep it simple today. Enjoy the breath. One more. And then release. Same thing, left side, left elbow on top, wrapping once or twice. Sit tall, both feet rooted, press the elbows and forearms a little forward. And you're just in the sensation of a moderate stretch. All right, release. Let's just hold the back of our head. We can do like a little shampoo lather. Just something just nice. Then just sustain pressure center of forehead with a couple fingers. Release the fingers. Just be in the sensation of all of that for a moment. Feel free to stay where you are and just meditate. Or we're going to end with a restorative legs up the chair. So I'm going to set the chair up. So it's at one end of the mat. I'll put a little blanket over the, the seat of it just so it's not hard. And I have a brick which I'll use to help me support my pelvis. If you don't have a brick, you can use nothing or you can use a bolster. So set up, you're lying down. Your calves are on the seat of the chair. The back of your knees are at the edge of the chair. Once you get down, you can slide a bolster or a brick underneath sacrum. If you can manage it, a little pelvic tilt forward, so you're in a mild back bend is really great. If you want an eye pillow, or if you want a blanket underneath your torso or on top of it, go for it. And then settle in. Legs up the chair.
Let your toes soften, your heels soften. And I'm going to go quiet in a second, but the last instruction is simply to lengthen the duration and felt experience of your exhale. Just let that exhale really just go and go and go. And then the inhale will just happen. So let's stay with that for a few minutes. I'll go quiet, but I'll come back for you, okay? Slowly take in the sounds of your space. And feel what's underneath you. When you're ready, you can just roll to one side and rest on your side. Before you come up, just remind yourself of your little mantra for practice, whatever it might have been. And come up with that. Come up with that in the way you move and the way you set yourself. Then as you sit, Hands can be in a prayer or they can just rest 
on you. So you have a moment to connect. And let's take a moment to dedicate the merit of our practice. So the goodwill, the feeling, whatever benefit we got from it. Let's dedicate it to someone else or a group of people who need it to. So hold that person or that group in your heart. Take a breath in. Breath out. Bow or touch the ground. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Check out more at adamyogapodcast.com and please leave reviews wherever it is that you listen. Thank you.